Good afternoon, everyone. I just quickly will share with us um, from a verse of scripture, and thereafter we look to pray and possibly ministry to need. Join our faith with people this afternoon. In Psalms chapter 32, verse 8, the word of God says, Psalm 32, verse 8, say, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. And I think that's the greatest promise you can receive, or one of the greatest promises you can receive from the Lord, that he will instruct you and teach you. And that he will guide you with his eyes. Of course, you know that we face multiple decisions every day. Amen. And these decisions may turn out an incredible blessing or it may turn out a total disaster. And so that's our life. Our lives are lives of decisions. Sometimes we think we've decided right and then events turn out later and we've discover that it's actually serious error that we have made. And when I check through the scriptures, I find out that if one thing I would desire the Lord to do for me is to help me make the right decision. Irrespective of how it looks when I make it. But let time come and vindicate that I've made the right decision. I've got many stories in the Bible. I'll just pick two for you, and I'll pick three contemporary examples so there'll be a bit of storytelling this afternoon. And then I pray as I share those stories with you, they will minister to your heart. When you look at the book of Esther, one of the very few books in the Bible where the name of God was not mentioned at all. But written all over the book of Esther was the imprint of God. Now there was, in chapter 2, if you put it on the screen for me, let's just look at that together. Esther chapter 2, and we read verses 1 to 7. Esther chapter 2. It said, after these things, when the wrath of King Ahasuerus subsided, he remembered Vashti, which she had done, and what had been decreed against her. Verse 2. I think I took it too far back. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Let's go on with it. Then the king's servant said, who attended? Go to verse 3 quickly. Um, got a long way to go. Uh, verse 4. Um, verse 5. Yes, good. That's what I need. He said, in Shushan, the citadel, there was a certain Jew whose name was Mordecai, the son of Jair, the son of Shimei, the son of Kish, a Benjamin. Did anybody know about that? Was the son of Kish? Saul. Good, good. Next verse, please. So it was from the lineage of Kish. That's what it meant. Kish had been carried away, that is, the tribe of Kish or the clan of Kish had been carried away from Jerusalem with the captives who had been captured with Jeconiah, king of Judah, who Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, had carried away. Jeconiah was the last king in Israel. He sinned against God, and God decided to discipline them and carry them to captivity. Verse 7. Thank you. And Mordecai had brought up Hadassah, that is Esther, his uncle's daughter. If Hadassah is uh, Mordecai's uncle's daughter, who is Hadassah to Mordecai? Cousin, you got it first time. It took me time to get my head around that. I'm not very good with that. <laughs> so, Mordecai took his cousin with him. Is that okay? The young so his uncle's daughter, for she had neither father nor mother. The young woman was lovely and beautiful. When her father and mother died, Mordecai took her as his own daughter. The greatest decision Mordecai ever made in her life. They were all under pressure. They were all taking captives. And this guy, when he had his own problem, he said, irrespective of my problem, this is a young, beautiful girl, a complete orphan. Come with me. He must have been a little bit younger than she was. And then he said, okay, come on, come on. And so, as it was, she was almost, he was rather almost like an uncle to her. And because of that decision that Mordecai made, the whole nation of Israel was saved from annihilation. Simple decision. 
He must have tossed it in his heart. Look, there are other clan members that can take care of her. There are other people that can sort her out. But for some strange reason, he decided right. May you decide right. I'm trusting God for that singular decision in my life that will affect my generation. Just decided and said, come with me. And the joy, the the, the, the duo of them, the two of them, the couple as they were together, they made a fantastic team that delivered Israel from destruction. One, the girl was beautiful, and so she qualified for the beauty contest. And so, yes, I think she had to be beautiful to qualify. So, unknown unto him, everything was in place. Number two, the man was very studious and very hardworking and passionate about the nation of Israel. And he was also serving in the king's palace. The rest of the story, you may know. Amen. I pray to you for you one more time. And I pray to God for your behalf and my behalf. Lord, order my feet to make that one good decision. There was another man, exceedingly wonderful man. His name was Josiah. He became king in Israel at the age of 18. In actual fact, when I scaled the kings of Israel, you know my heart. I talk a lot about the kings of Israel. I probably put him number one. And he was exceedingly good king. Because there are a few things that God looked for to score those kings. And I use those parameters. Number one, do you follow the temple worship? He did. He restored the temple worship. Number two, do you follow all the festivals and all the dreams in Israel? He did. Anyway... Without boring you, he was a fantastic king. Fantastic. I mean, he restored Israel back to where they ought to be. In fact, it's unbelievable how good this guy was. I have not got the time. I will have taken you through that. But, Second Chronicles chapter 35, verse 20. Everything was perfect with this guy. Incredible guy. I love him to beat. Love him to beat. Verse 20 of Second Chronicles chapter 35, please. 2 Chronicles 35, verse 20. I'm sure you have 2 Chronicles your Bible upstairs. You do, yeah. After all this, when Josiah had prepared, after all that I paraphrased, I prepared the temple, very important. Necho, king of Egypt, came up to fight against Carchemish. By the Euphrates, and Josiah went out against him. Keep going, please. Wow, that did the trick. But he sent messengers to him, saying, What have I to do with you, king of Judah? I have not come against you this day, but against the house with which I have war. For God commanded me to make haste. Refrain from meddling with God. Who was speaking? Who was Nico? The enemy. And he was from where? Egypt. By inference, he was an unbe was a gentile. And he was saying, refrain from meddling with God. You talking about God? Who is with me? Lest he see who is talking. You will discover very soon. Verse 22. Nevertheless, Josiah will not turn his face from him, but disguise himself so that he might fight with him. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. And did not heed the words of Necho from the mouth of. From the mouth of, so he came to fight in the valley of where the Armageddon will still take place. Next verse, please. And the archers shot him, shot King Josiah. And the king said to his servants, take me away, for I am severely wounded. His servants therefore took him out of that chariot and put him in the second chariot that he had. And they brought him to Jerusalem, so he died. I was buried in one of the tombs of his fathers. And all Judah and Jerusalem mourned for Josiah. And all Judah and Jerusalem mourned for Josiah. The money was not because they've lost a good king. The money was that, how will you end like this? One bad decision. A life so well spent. A life so much to glorify God. One bad decision. And you could have backed him up any day. He probably knew better. One thing they didn't say through that place about Josiah that he never inquired of the Lord. 
Because at other times, when he restored the temple worship, he inquired. When, in actual fact, he was the greatest world revivalist in Israel. World revivalist then, he brought out the scrolls and he read the scrolls. Please go back home and study it. So he was conversant with the word of God. He knew how to seek God. He did not seek God. He did not seek God. And Jerusalem said, oh, King Josiah, why will you end like this? One bad decision. Lord, help me. Lord, help you. Lord, help us never to make that one bad decision. He was buried like other kings in Israel. They celebrated him, but it was too late. Remember, that man was shot by the archers, and that means he suffered a lot of pain before he died. He didn't die at war. They put him in another chariot. Anybody can guess why they put him in another chariot? Because the chariot in which he was was soaked with blood. Mercy death. Anybody will die. Everybody will die. Death is not the problem. The problem is that what are the circumstances? Why will you? Something of your own doing. Bad decision. I'll give you two, two contemporary examples very quickly. A few years back, some of you will know the story. A few years back, we were doing what we call street walk. And I remember exactly the point I was. There was this place across Barclays Bank on Union Street. I was there, and this young man called out to me. Eventually, he came, and we had a chat that night, held us for about 30 minutes to one, I can't remember exactly, and he was just distressed and was sobbing and everything. Eventually, you know, he came to uh, the potter's hand. We used to call it Faith Clinic at that time. That's where we meet with people that have got challenges with abusive behavior or one kind or another. Anyway, he told us his story, and a story I will never forget. Never, ever forget. He told us down the line that... He was, and I could not have doubted because the very first night I met this man, this guy was quoting scriptures copiously to me. Copious scripture. I mean, I, if, if not that I knew a beautiful scripture, I would have just said, man, this man is from another world. Anyway, he told us the story. He said he was to go to the Bible college, and a week to go to Bible college, somebody invited him to just have a pint at the pub. And we called this man not just an alcoholic, but it was a severe alcoholism that he, alcoholism that he had that his liver was completely packed up. If I can assess him, I didn't do any, fun, I didn't do any liver function, I didn't do any chemical test on him, but I can almost definitely say if he had 5% liver function, he must have been lucky. Tommy was big, eyes were yellow. In actual fact, the doctor said he would live three months, and I thought they were generous. To be honest with you, I thought they were generous. He was gone. One single decision. I'm bored that evening. Let me just have a pint with friends. And apparently hasn't been drinking before. Took that one pint and down the line, down the line, down the line. Wrecked his life essentially. But he didn't head in sorrow, that story. He took another good decision. He responded to that street call. He came into this place. I remember very clearly. I didn't pray for him. Ruben prayed for him. I remember very clearly. And he gave me the report that the doctor said, and they told him he would not die, it should be around the end of the year. It was, he was expected to die around January or thereabout. January came, the man didn't die. April came, the man didn't die. I was very angry with him because he didn't die. He didn't die, but he was still drinking, which was a greater miracle. To cut the long story short, another good decision this man made we didn't see him after a long time, and the usual pattern is that you don't see some of these our guys. It's probably something bad has happened to them. We eventually heard that this man is now clean. He's now a drug a truck driver. Am I right? And one of those things when I say, I will not believe until I see. So they insisted that he must come. <laughs> he came. And we saw him. That the man, God turned him around. One good decision. i tell you another story. There was a man, he had a lot of family problem. Huge family problem, especially with a particular daughter that he had. And they didn't know what to do. So his uncle invited him and said, you know what? There's a church down the road. Come to the church with me and let's see what they can do. So his uncle took him to that church and in that church he gave his life to Christ. Gave his life to Christ. He 
warm very strongly to the message of salvation and he followed that road and before we knew it years were rolling by he was um, ordained a pastor in that church and years upon year year upon year and now suddenly he was not just the pastor of that church single decision to follow his uncle to that church he became general vassal of that church and that church grew very large that's how i came to know the lord single decision single decision Affected your life, affected my life. Imagine, uncle, I don't care about that church. I'm not going to any church. We will chase this way, but one single decision. Final story. You, want, you got appetite for more? Final story. All true life story. The brother was here. Some of you will know the story as I'm telling you right now. He trained as a school teacher, primary school teacher. And then suddenly... He saw an advert in the newspaper. Some of you get, start getting the story. I saw an advert in the newspaper. And his friend, so he said he would apply for that job. And to be honest with you, you know, it was a job with Shell, top company. They didn't, they didn't have the background. I think he studied chemistry or one of those science subjects. It was not supposed to be taken. The application was about to close. His friend said, stop wasting your time. Call the long story short, borrow money. He said that story one or twice to me and to other group of people. Eventually, sent the application. He called him for when he called him for interview. The friend laughed him to scorn. He said, "Stop wasting your money. They won't take you." Went for the interview. They took him for that job. He started. That's the only job he's ever held up to now. He's written reason to the pinnacle of that job. His friend came around and looked at him and with weeping and said, "I wish I just did what to do." Some of you know the guy. Is the current managing director of LNNG. That was his life story. Single decision. Single decision. You will make yours very soon. And your story will be a lasting one in Jesus' name. That's the word I've got for you this afternoon. The Lord is able to help you and direct you and order your steps that you will have a life-changing experience. From now on, before we start praying, I wrote a few things down that I believe the Lord gave unto us as prophetic word. One of you here, through your wife, you will step into a place of honor beyond your imagination. Don't stop your own blessing. Number two, I also saw somebody, I also saw someone you are as it were walking up the stairs, all spiritual. It's not physical. You are walking up the stairs, and some people were behind you. They were chanting as it were. And then suddenly flies came across you, like bees. They look more like bees or flies or whatever. And you were stung, and as you were reeling and spinning around, you were caught. The Lord is asking me to tell you that even though the attack will come against you, he will uphold you, you will not fall. This particular person, you have been sensing it, that what you are going through is not ordinary. And this is a word of confirmation for you. And this afternoon, the Lord will perform it concerning you in the name of Jesus. Before we begin to pray, because there are days in which God does it the way he wants to do it. And I think today is one of those days. I read Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 2 to you, for you, and I also read Romans chapter 8 verse 14, and then we will pray. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 2. And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and test you and to know what was in your heart, whether you will keep his commandment or not. The Lord led you. Romans chapter 8, verse 14, before we begin to pray. For as many, thank you, Lord, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, They are the sons of God. I read that again. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. The sine qua non, that you are a son of God or a child of God or not, what is it? Being led by the Spirit of God. And if there's something you must learn and get right, is to learn how to be led by the Spirit of God. If a person is not led by the Spirit of God, at best, your life will be a lottery. At worst, it will be a total disaster. Because it will be hit or miss. 
Today you get it, tomorrow you don't get it. And some people, they get by, by that, like that. Oh, of course, there are many that get by like that. And they will try and convince you. Why are you going through the hard way? After all, there's somebody down the road that never knew God. Yes, if you want your life to be like the story in Psalm 73, that David was envying them and God opened his eye and I said, you want your life to be a roller coaster up today, down tomorrow, eventually until it crashes? No, you don't want that. And God has promised, with a wonderful promise for us here, that he will lead us in Psalm 32. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eyes. Rise up on your feet and let's pray. I have pressure that we must stop now. Hallelujah. 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 You are in church today to be blessed or not? You are not in church today to hear and hear and hear. You are here... I'm having so many hears are here now. I know. But you are here to receive the blessing. Amen. So if it's blessing you want to receive, it's about time to do that right now. I want you to just look up onto the heavens. I don't know what's about 26th of June, 2016, but I believe it's going to be a day you will remember for good. I believe it's going to be a day when there will be a turnaround in your life. That you will look back. It might look an ordinary day. It might look like an ordinary summer day in Aberdeen. But I'm telling you by the spirit of the living God, you will remember today for good. Because that one good decision is about to be made. It's just about to be made. It might be for somebody in marriage. You need to position yourself. It might be for somebody concerning any other blessing whatsoever. You will be positioned to make that decision. And that decision shall affect your life and generations to come in the name of Jesus. Choir, you need to minister for me. Just continue to minister slowly in the background for me, please. Where the church going to lift up your voices? And what's going to be the prayer point you will have before we begin to pray right now? What's going to be your prayer point? God, lead me to make that right decision. That glorious decision. And now some of you are afraid. I don't even have the resources to. When it is God that is leading you, your own effort is minimal. He will order it. He will place it in front of you as yes or no. In fact, it will place it in front of you in which you even have no choice. If it really help you, you'll be so bustling, it's the obvious thing to do. And that is the sign that God is with you. Paul the Apostle said, when it was this soul of Tarsus, is that when the fullness of time was come, he said he was born like one. And what the day of his conversion, he had no choice. He was struck down. I'm trusting God you'll be struck down yourself. So that God can pick you up. Are you tired of struggling? Okay? Those that are tired of struggling, I know you are very much on the same page. I am tired of struggling. I am. I just want to break through. I want to break through. I don't want to go through these cycles anymore. And the Lord is sending a word unto you and I. They said he will orchestrate it. He will order it. He will direct it. He will, he will work it all together. He will make an Esther Mordecai situation for you. That in which you don't even know it will all come together. As it comes together, the world will come and celebrate within the name of Jesus. He will work it. He will work it for you. He will work it for you. Don't give up striving and struggling and trying to work it out. You have tried, you can't work it out. I have tried, I can't work it out, but I need him now. And he will help you. He will help you. Where am I giving all these long stories to prepare your heart so that you can pray aright? So that you can have the knowledge and the, and the, and the, and the, and the desire and the strength to pray as you ought to pray. The heavens will be opened upon this place in a minute. It's going to be opened big time. And God himself will perform his mighty works in this room in the name of Jesus. I'm still talking because I know that I see somebody in there who needs to hear something. Who needs to hear that God's love for you is greater than your own weakness and sin. God's love for you is greater than your previous errors. That guy made that mistake going to the pub and it seems as it's all over. God turned it around again. He can turn yours around. 
I'm not sure. Even if you have been given three months to live. Even if you have been given six months. Maybe not many have been. But somebody was given a short time to live. And it was turned around. You shall be turned around. I know creditors are knocking at the door. I know that bills are unpaid. But the Lord says, just in one night, like those lepers, those lepers, those lepers, four of them, they went into the camp. And the whole nation of Israel, their time of famine was come to the time of abundance. The same God is here to do it today in the name of Jesus. Because what shocked me was that why will it be that people going to war, they will carry so much food stuff and gold and everything, if not that God orchestrated it. And Israel entered into abundance immediately. Before we start, I want us to make a declaration. You're going to put that slide on the screen for me now. I hope you are ready for me. I've mentioned that. We're going to make a declaration together. And this declaration, there will be a fairly regular event in our midst. It's going to be a fairly regular event in our midst. I call it my declaration of health and healing. So, we will read together. Can you all see it? Is it too small? You can see. 2020 vision. Hallelujah. Even if it's not that, the Lord will cause it to happen today. One to go. In the name of Jesus. Amen. shall fulfill the number of my days. I shall not die but live. I shall declare the works of the Lord. This is my prayer. This is my lot in life and it shall be so in Jesus name. And you will declare that regularly over your own life. You will declare that without conviction. So what will we do before we begin to minister and pray? Because if you are here on Wednesday, we are launching a permanent attack against every form of sickness. We have kept quiet for too long. And we proved it on Wednesday. We said the number one challenge in the world is not war. You remember we said that? Number one challenge in the world is not terrorism. You remember we said that? Number one challenge in the world is what? Sicknesses. And the statistics we gave between 1999 and the year 2014, if you are not here on Wednesday, 770,000 people were killed by war and terrorism between 1999 and year 2014. 770, and that was very generous. Most of them are rounded up to the higher tens. So it probably will be less than that. Reported and unreported. In the year 2012, the record that I had, 4.2 million in one year, 4.2 million people were killed by cancer. In that same year, people with respiratory problems, people with heart problems, like hypertension or stroke or whatever, 3.1 million were killed. And when we tally that up to 15 million, Tell me where the problem in the world is. It's in sin and sickness. And we are launching, unless we, especially that perimeter should be built around the church. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. We shall push back. I said we shall push back. I said we shall push back. So because it's a prayer that is from our heart, we shall read it one more time with understanding. And after that, you will bust into prayer. They will leave it on the screen for another two minutes and you will take it section by section and pray it to your own life. And pray it with conviction. And pray it, believe in it. And results shall begin to manifest in our midst in the name of Jesus. So one, two, we go. I declare in the name of Jesus. 
that I shall prosper and be in earth, even as my soul prospers. I receive the promise of my Lord that I shall not suffer any of the diseases prevalent in the world. My life shall no longer be spent serving illnesses and diseases. I'm a child of covenant. Healing is for me and my household. The Lord of the Lamb of God is a cover over me and all that are mine. The Holy Spirit of God is the seal over my life. I declare and decree therefore that no sickness or illness shall trouble me because the mark of the Lord Jesus Christ is upon me. I, Chris Bailey, shall fulfill the number of my days. I shall not die but live. I shall declare the works of the Lord. This is my prayer. This is my lot in life. And it shall be so in Jesus' name. Amen. Lift up your voice and cry unto God right now. Take those prayer points. Believe it with your heart. That truly and indeed, I, Christian, I shall prosper and be in health even as my soul prospers. Every ailment in my body, every ailment in any part of my family, we command you to be buried right now. This is a decision we are making. It's a good decision the Lord has led us as the church to make. Therefore, no more sickness. Therefore, no more illness. Therefore, no more torment. Therefore, no more affliction. Even the ones we have tolerated, we tolerate them no more. My life shall no longer be spent having illnesses. Shall no longer be spent taking tablets and medications. In the name of Jesus, I'm a child of covenant. Healing is mine and for my household. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the blood of the Lamb of God is a cover over me and all that are mine. In the name that's above all names. Yes, Lord, the Holy Spirit of God is resting upon me. Is making me to function and work in the center of the will of God. I shall fulfill my days. My days shall not be cut off. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, but I pray that. Don't be a spectator. Over the din of my voice, you should be able to pick whatever you believe ministers to your heart. That's why we're making a personal prayer. And it is very scriptural. Every word there, they are from scripture. Paraphrase. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. We're going to pray collectively and say, Father, in the name that's above our names, we banish any form of sickness from this congregation and all that associated with us. From today, we shall live in earth and not in sickness. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voices and pray. Let's believe God together. Oh, it's a glorious decision that we have made. It's a decision that we have made to resist sickness. It's a decision we have made to resist, you know, all forms of affliction of the enemy. Every little affliction in the life of our children, every little affliction in our lives, in the lives of our family members, as we gather together as a people, we say no more, no more, no more. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. We shall link our hands together as much as possible. It's a battle that we must win. Because Jesus has won it already. And so we must step into that victory. So we're going to pray as a prayer of agreement. As the body of Christ. That none of us shall be a victim of illness or untimely death in the name of Jesus. That we banish sickness and untimely death in our midst. We shall live to declare the glory and the works of God. So together we shall lift up our voice and say, Father, we agree according to your word. That sickness shall be far from our homes, from our lives, from our tabernacles. From today, as a body, we resist the onslaught of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voices and pray. 
please join me and pray, my brothers and sisters. Join me, God that is seen ahead, is insisting and believing that we will obey Him to pray this prayer and pray it into complete victory. And His name and His name only shall be glorified. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. We give you all the honor and glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. You can dissociate your hand for just for a while. Hallelujah. I want to make a declaration over some people here. And one of the greatest challenges we are facing, and it's not peculiar to us, but it's probably affecting this city more, is the challenge of, um, of uh, how do I put it now? Is this challenge of, of lack and, and it's spreading. Uh, I, I don't want to bore you, not bore, but I don't want to veer, veer should be the word, into the politics of it. You see, mo- most of the other shaking that are taking place all over the world, specifically in the Western world at this time, is based on this inward cry of people that they are not achieving what they want to achieve. That they are not meeting the, the hard expectation. We sold unto them. It's, it's, it's boiling badly in America. We, we saw a part of it in the UK. There, there's a discontent in people that they are not meeting their hard desire, their hard expectation. This is what I will be. This is where I want to be. But of course, we throw the blame on other people. That's human. But the truth of the matter is that it's a spiritual thing. And if answer will come, the answer must come from the church. If the answer will come, answer must come by you being the example and standing out and saying, even though there's famine outside, there is a God who can meet my need. And that is why I'm setting humbly before my God December as the cutoff point. No single person here will have any form of lack. And I'm committing myself unto that. Whatever I need to do, whatever fasting I need to fast, whatever prayer I need to pray, whatever mountain I need to climb and seclude myself. Of course, if that is the cut off mark, I'm expecting things to begin to happen in July. I'm expecting a lot of moving August. I'm expecting changes by the month of September. Of course, October the 10th month will be the month of great harvest. Because 10 means harvest. By the 11th month, 11th hour miracle shall be happening in many places. And because 12 is the number of the apostles, 12 is the number of the tribe of Israel, the number of fullness, by the 12th month, there will be complete achievement in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, enough is enough. So we are going to step into that. But it's going to be by declaration because I'm standing in front of you. As someone who has known abject poverty, as someone who has been in debt right on my head, if it's in those days where they sell children or take children for them, they will have taken. But here I'm standing now. God has helped me. That same God will help you. He will drive shame away from you. And those of you that don't have any need in that area, please pray for us. But as many as have need in that area, I will pray for you right now. And you lift up your right hand to the heavens. And the Lord God of Israel, who have said, tear your salmon note, come and speak to them according to my prophecies. He will perform it in the name of Jesus. He will perform it in the name of Jesus. Father, these hands are lifted to you. And I ask that the anointing for favor... The anointing that rested upon those lepers that they harvested abundantly where they have not put any labor. Let that anointing rest upon these hands right now in the name of Jesus. With our hands we walk and prosper. These hands shall prosper. I pray whatever you lay your hands on to do from today shall begin to prosper in the name of Jesus. There are three of you. You will type your application today. And because those hands are blessed, you will receive instant reply this coming week in the name of Jesus.
And as you come to testify to encourage our hearts week after week, in multiples and roots of that tree shall be the testimony in this house in the name of Jesus. These hands are blessed. These hands are set apart. They shall feed nations in the name of Jesus. And you never load knock again in the name of Jesus. Put those two hands over, put your hands over your head. Those hands, you are anointing your hand right from the crown of your head, you will be favored. Some of you are receiving phone calls this week. Phone calls, phone calls. The business that you think is in the doldrum, there's an awakening for each right now. There's a turn around in the name of Jesus from the crown of your head to the soul of you. Lack is going away. Lack is going away. Lack is going away. Poverty is going to be a strength in our midst in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Because we will celebrate too soon, put those two hands together and celebrate because very soon they will clap for you. Very soon people will wonder at the grace and the glory of God over your life. Thank you, Rock of Ages. We worship you. Hallelujah. 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 I will pray for sicknesses in this place. I wish I could lay hand on everyone today. But my God himself will touch you. He will touch you. It will be direct. And so, for I will do something unusual. Maybe a little bit unusual. All of you, choir will be singing. You will be praising God in your understanding. And those that are not conversant with that, explain what I'm going to do. When we say we speak in tongues, at a stage where you give your life to Christ, you get to a point in which the Holy Spirit of God fills you abundantly and gives you a new tongue. Uh, we don't make it up. So, because I know this Sunday service, there are many that might not be conversant with it. A lot of you are believers who know what I'm talking about. I remember when God did it for me, it was so overwhelming. I was even in my sleep. I fought it. So I can tell you, this is of God. And when we do that, what, we, what happens is that we circumvent human understanding. As best as I can pray for you with my knowledge, that's a limit to my knowledge. Because I'm not God and I will never be God. He is God alone but I can connect unto him through another route that he has given. Because every word that I articulate, I think about them, he doesn't want me to do that. He wants me to speak word into your situation. He wants me to speak word into this congregation. So as I speak those words in, in, in the spirit, as we call it, praying in tongues for you, for the next, I don't know for how long, just begin to say amen. Begin to join the choir as they're ministering in the background. And I'm expecting not just praying, I'm expecting in total confidence that long-term sicknesses will be healed before we leave here. I'm expecting that inborn problems, there might be particular problems that we are born with them, has to be with the blood or whatever, that the hand of the Lord will rest upon his people and they will perform it today. God has promised us that through the working of signs and wonders, he will win this city. And you are the specimen he will use. That's why it's just I, for a little while allow your challenges to be in your life so that you can go out there and say, I was blind before and now I can see. And I don't have any argument. I don't know any theology. I studied, but that's not my argument. My argument is that he changed my situation. Are you ready for that? So I got to well prepared for that so that when the choir starts, you keep ministry and then I will begin to pray in, in the spirit. And as I begin to do that, the spirit of the Lord will move through this room right now. And we do that which only you can do. Our choir, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ma <laughs> 
Rishke Prakara, Kisekakuli Aleba, Mahinde Moseketoya Likeshende de Keliada, Reprakaliba Sontoria Keleba Boske Pariale, Yedi Marida Basataria Kalie, Repreka Ribo Seprego Mahito Tashilekea. Increase Mahita Yakalayabo in the name of Jesus. Ikapreya Lima Shantaria Lava. Lift up two hands on the heavens. Mariabo, Mabrede, Vishimbra, Kazitayade. Izatarina Masata Yakalele. Emasitari, Lekakura Tapo Sentekeriala. Ikreteya Lama Hakataya Leva Sonteria Lebo. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Ema mama masata ya kataya nekeleye Repra katasate nereyebo Yes Lord, yes Lord Now as many of you as can pray the spirit You now join me right now go Mashenderi yelebo sentere kaleba bababa Ema ribra sataya nekeshentere yelebo Yesenderi yelebo Mahiba masatari yelebo Come and lift up your voice And pray in the spirit Let's pray to the spirit Let's pray to the place that our understanding cannot carry on. Ema shataya kele babo sente beriele. Ingarina masatari elebo. Yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord. Rekataya da baba baba. Rasakataya ka baba baba baya lebo sente kele. Reyala kabra katasa toyele babo sente kele. Jikuri ala brakatari ele. Izeketaya likanaya ka baba baba baba. Yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord. Spirit of the living God, move in this place. Touch your people here. Lord, break your soul there in the name of Jesus. Yemori pasantariaka, reshakata ya dekelele, izoma ruba, mahika ya dina bashenteriaba. Yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord. Indeke deka kaje leba baba reba zopo taya deke ingaru sabase taya kere ili brake deye leba baba santa kataya da e mahila brata yaka kashande kere iko sakata ika kaka yaka mashaka taya debo masopre kete some of you are seeing things now some of you God is flashing things before your eyes right now yes body is being lifted there he's being lifted there yes in the name of Jesus. Ikoriba. Yes, Lord. There's purging in the house. Purging, 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 purging. Yes, rise from your belly. It's coming out now. It's coming out now. Hebaka Baba Masopreketeka. Jesotoria Kabaya. Reyeboya Masotokeria. Inga Brato Yenebo Santeriaba. Yes, Lord. Spirit of the living Move in the name of Jesus. Bashenderia Lava. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Reba Yes, Lord, stretch your hand, Lord. Oh, Father, touch every soul here in the name of Jesus. Let your power rest here, Let every yoke be broken in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Lord God of heaven and earth, break every yoke, my Lord. Save your people free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
starts the Lord is going to mess with all our programs and he started messing with it already and you have seen nothing yet if you are very uncomfortable with this I pray the Lord will give you understanding and we help every one of us he's going to mess with all our program he's going to mess big time with it oh thank you father thank you father Holy Spirit Holy Spirit I welcome in this place just stay there for about two minutes and then I will close Holy Spirit, I welcome in this place. Hallelujah, welcome in this place. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. advertisement for yourself. Let the world know there's a God in Israel. Mighty in power. Glorious in holiness. Wonder working is. Oh, Sapo Shakari. Father of mercies and grace. Thou art welcome The fire is kindled. Lord, don't let it die. Father, we will try with your help to fan the flames. To make sure that that which you have birthed in each and every one of us here today, we go from strength to strength. From one level of glory unto another. Move, O God move in this church move in our city move Lord move Lord move Lord we are sorry for all our agenda we set them aside move spirit move and glorify the name of Jesus and let the father be glorified forever we love you Lord honor and glory to you Jesus mighty name we pray Hallelujah If you want to clap clap very well for the Lord Jesus